0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show, I'm your host Trisha. So I wanted to take today and do a bonus episode. I recently did a free workshop and it was talking about six of the mistakes that you make for um, achieving or that prevent you from achieving optimal health. And so I wanted to talk really quickly about some of the things That we addressed in that and so this podcast will be talking about the three truths to long-term weight loss but before we start the you know the podcast today i wanted to remind you that the doors are open for my whole health um, balance blueprint which is um, a 12-week program about building routines and habits so that you can get to this place of food, freedom, and health transformation. This program is an experience that teaches you the foundation of healthy behaviors, individualized to what you need and the unique challenges in your life. So, you know, I feel like there's a lot of programs out there that people are trying to implement that may not really be something that's sustainable for them over the long term. And so what happens is, is that because they're not that sustainable, it ends up being this short-term success. And so it doesn't set you up for the foundation of having long-term success so that this can be a lifestyle. So in this program, you will experience all of the things that you're going through to, and, and try to really figure out um, what is what has been keeping you back or holding you back from making the health changes and making those health changes forever? You have a professional, me, I'm a registered dietitian, holding your hand through the process and keeping you accountable. You receive, you know, weekly trainings and bi-weekly group coaching calls by me. And this program is a very small group environment. So it's a, pro- it's like almost like a private community of just me and just a couple people. And so those people, you know, feel just like you do. And that really private small group community allows you to feel vulnerable and to really, get into what's going on and you know why you're not able to make these health changes and then how we can do it better so that it can be something that you do for the long term. So we talk about building behavior changes and practicing those behaviors weekly so that you can create a foundation and that you can figure out what works for your life. This program is meant to be for women who are like greater than 40 who are sick and tired of making excuses about about your health and are you ready to like get off this diet rat race and get onto a plan that actually creates food freedom and lifestyle transformation. And that's for the long term. It's not this short term success that you have to keep repeating every couple of years when it doesn't work anymore because ultimately life changes and it's not going to be consistent for the rest of your life. You know, you may feel that life is so overwhelming between your job and your and and just your overall life and you feel too busy to make any of the changes to your health that you know and that you really want to achieve. You know that maybe you're like just so tired of making excuses about how limited time you have for exercise or for going food shopping or even just choosing healthier foods because let's face it it's much easier to eat foods that maybe you didn't plan than it is to actually make a plan and do it i feel you i've been there i have experienced all the things that you have but i know that you know i know that you can make yourself a priority this year we're almost halfway through the year you know, and then what's going to happen is is the summer, and then that's going to be hard to stay on track, right, with what you want to do and your health changes, and then we're going to get into the holiday season, and then what? So are we going to hold off for another six months making the changes that you know that you want? What is it? You can make yourself a priority this year. What so what if this was the year that you made yourself a priority and that... You know you you didn't need to feel embarrassed anymore about your appearance or any of the physical limitations that you have because you know that you're doing the very things that you need to be doing to make your life you know better and more fulfilling to who you are and who you're meant to become if you're serious about you know, wanting to make health changes, then now is the time and let's face it, you know, it's, it's never going to be an easy decision to decide that you want to make this health change. And, you know, it, it may even feel like, you know, it's real life is really hard right now, but the thing is, is what's going to really get you there is to have that, that coaching and that you know accountability and to have that like well-rounded health plan and not a fad diet that's going to ensure your long-term success and to have a professional there with you cheering you along and motivating you because it's going to be really hard to stay um motivated along the way usually you know it it, it's working with a group that's going to you will have me cheering you on and, you know, and helping you along the way, figure out any of the roadblocks that come up that maybe you haven't been able to figure out. If your answer is yes, and you're ready, and you are ready to make this health change, join this program. I am offering $100 off if you join before Friday. I have two spots left and classes start Saturday, May 8th. Find more information at my website, TrishaRD.com. You deserve to have the health transformation you desire. So let's start making yourself a priority this year. Okay, now onto the episode. So today we're going to talk about three truths to long-term weight loss. And so let's start with the first one. So number one, emotional eating matters. So how, um, so when we're talking about this, I told you that I had done a webinar on, um, on some of this, on this topic and you know, you can go over to the Facebook group, wholehealthempowermentproject.com or whole health empowerment project really Mm -hmm. is, um, the Facebook group. And so if you want to see the full webinar, so I pulled out three pieces of that webinar that we can talk about today. And so the first part of it is that emotional eating matters. Okay. So I think that a lot of people, you know, probably don't even know that you may be emotionally eating. Um, for me, I kind of knew that I was doing it. It was like something that I never really like took the time to like really acknowledge, but I think we all know that we're probably like eating if we're bored or eating if we're tired or eating when we're stressed, but maybe we don't actually like, you know, have it like that we're making something really, um, like a cognitive, like that we're really aware that we're doing it. And so, why emotional eating matters is that you know, I think probably most of us use food as some kind of coping mechanism. So, in these episodes, I always talk about like knowing doesn't equal doing, right? And I know that you have. You know, you have, you have nutrition knowledge. There's, there's no, like, I know that you're so smart and that you know exactly like what foods, you know, what foods are giving you more nutrition than other foods. Right. But what happens is a lot of times is that even though we know something, we don't actually do it because. You know maybe our whole life we've been coping with um stress or tired boredom or whatever the emotion is by using food to to get you to feeling better right and so What happens is is your brain feels so happy that you're emotionally eating and it starts this whole like cycle of emotional eating. So your brain releases like this really great feeling and this like feel good response when you emotionally eat. And so then over time you reinforce that cycle so that every time you're going to emotionally eat um, or eat because you're avoiding another emotion you feel good because that's what's happening in your body you have that you have that brain response of feel good response that continues the cycle and that emotional eating doesn't just magically stop right and so usually you have to kind of figure out a that you're doing it and then try to figure out a strategy that works better that is more non-food approach that is more sustainable and that will really help you have an outlet for, um, for whatever emotion that you're feeling. And so that doesn't just, again, it doesn't, it doesn't magically stop and it takes a little bit of time to become aware of it. Um, you know, but the, but the goal is that when you are, when you start to become aware that you're emotionally eating, that over time you replace that again with a non-food approach and then have some kind of like control when it comes to what your body needs and with dealing with the underlying emotion so that, you know, you're not, you're not eating to, to avoid the underlying emotion. You're actually getting to a place that you acknowledge that there's an underlying emotion and that you are able to, um, give that attention, the underlying emotion. What this all helps to do is it helps to establish like hunger fullness cues that your body has. So I think, you know, years ago I would always be like, Oh, it's all, you know, calories in calories out. I think I've made that mistake myself. And I've made that mistake in practicing, um, you know, in, in my practice with other, um, clients that I've had. But what I started to realize when I was going through my own, and as I continue to go through my own health journey and where I'm focusing on my health is that it doesn't, you can count all the calories in the world, but what's ultimately going to matter the most is that you start to feel, you know, when you're hungry and when you're satiated. I don't know that that's something, you know, that we remember. Um, I have a four-year-old son and somehow he's able to know when he's full and he's able to say, mommy, I'm full but somehow I lost that along the way. And I'm not sure if maybe you feel that you've lost that too. And so it's really trying to figure out, you know, when you're hungry and when you're full. And so if you're able to really kind of touch into that or tap into that, you're going to be able to, you're not going to need to count calories and you're not going to have to limit the food that you're eating because you're listening to what your body needs. And that's going to be that's the key. That's the magic. And that's the longevity really in there. And so because of that, you're going to feel much more in control of what your body needs and, and what your body continues to need as you, you know, age, because your body is going to change. And so, so will your needs. So even if you have this place where, you know, you're counting calories that might change too, because as you get older or you're more physically active, it may be different how much, you know, um, how many calories you need. It doesn't just following a calorie range doesn't really like give you, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be, it's dynamic. It's always going to be changing. It's not going to be stagnant. It's not going to just, it's always going to change. And so then what ends up happening is it's this whole, like, I didn't follow my calorie plan today. Oh my gosh. And then there's like guilt and shame. And then for a lot of people, maybe you feel like you failed and then it starts the emotional eating cycle again. So number one was emotional eating matters. So that's why it matters. Number two is, You know, this good versus bad food mentality sabotages your weight loss goals. And how it does that is, is that, you know, we've all said this, like, I can't eat this food because it's bad for me. And maybe you're somebody who's a little bit more aware. And so you don't really say it out loud, but you've been doing it your whole life. So it's that like little voice in your head. That's like, oh, I can't eat that cake. It's so bad for me. But the reality is, is that you're probably not going to give up that food that you really love, whatever it may be, cookies, ice cream, hamburgers, chips, whatever. And that's okay because, you know, the whole good versus bad food mentality, you know, I I've spoken about this before. And one of the things that I, that I think makes it really hard to have that mentality is because it promotes this black and white thinking and this good versus bad, and I can't eat this and I can't eat that. But the reality is, is again, we are going to eat those foods and what you consider good and bad may change over time, right? So in the nutrition literature, it's always changing. So what's good today may not be good tomorrow. You know, what you consider good, somebody else might not consider good, And so it's just these way that we're establishing these rules that honestly, we're not really going to be able to maintain for the long run anyway. And so when you start feeling like you eating what you're like, then you're not, you're going to start to give up on that feeling like that you're being bad. And that's really what the good versus bad food mentality. That's how it really sabotages your weight loss goals, because it makes you feel like somehow you're bad because you're not doing the good thing. And that couldn't be further from the truth. And honestly, that's a really hard way to mint and have and continue to have weight loss over time. If you're, if you get in this shame spiral of eating bad, and so then here goes the emotional eating cycle again, right? So you want this all of weight loss or any healthy change that you're doing. It doesn't have to be weight loss, but I feel like that's what most people think that when they start some kind of program that that's what they want um Mm -hmm. but you want it to be part of your lifestyle so you want to be this place that all foods fit because that's the only way you're going to be able to do it for the long term and that's the only way that it will become a lifestyle change how sad would it be if you really like pizza and then you've decided that pizza is bad and then you're never going to have it again so giving up on that good versus bad food mentality will really help when it comes to long-term weight loss. And a caveat here is I'm not saying like, oh, you go eat whatever food you like every day. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that eat the things that you like and don't limit yourself. But again, if, if there's something that you know isn't going to nourish your body, then don't eat that all the time. And I know that you all know what those foods are. And so things like eating fruits and veggies, well, that's going to give you what your body really needs. It's going to give you a lot of nutrition and eating things like chips and cookies and all that. It it has a place, but it doesn't have to be every day and it probably shouldn't be every day, but you know, it's just trying to create more of a balance of eating more foods that are going to nourish your body and less foods of the ones that don't. And then the last truth to weight loss is this, that physical activity, um, you know, needs to be hard and that, well, really the truth here is, is that physical activity is your friends. That's the real truth. I think the myth is that we think it all has to be done at one time, that we are going to feel like really motivated and that it needs to be hard. But with physical activity, why it is important is is that we are designed as humans to be physical and to move our bodies. And so it feels good to do that most days right now. I'm somebody who struggles with a chronic injury. So for my chronic, you know, injured people out there, I totally get that. Sometimes it's super duper hard and it hurts so much um, doing physical activity, but it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be as simple as yoga or walking. And why I say that physical activity is your friend is because let's go back to the first truth of the emotional eating. When we talk about finding another outlet and another way to manage stress, this is where physical activity becomes really important because you may be somebody who, if you're feeling that stress, just doing a little bit of mindset work or yoga or just walking might be a a place that you can you know, get rid of those emotions or really process them so that you can replace physical activity with the emotional eating that you're doing. I think there's this myth too that we have to be motivated in order to do physical activity. But there's this Zig Ziegler quote that I really love and it says, Motivation gets you going and habits keep you there. So for sure, you may be a little bit more motivated in the long term But doing it over and over again, no matter how small it seems, it's going to help create a habit and that's what's going to get you to where you want to go. And when I'm talking about physical activity, again, it doesn't have to be like this all or nothing thinking with physical activity. It's just something as simple as moving your body every day, however that is, whether that's a, a five minute walk around the block, it doesn't matter. It's just that you're able to have this outlet for the emotions that you're feeling so that you can kind of help get the emotional eating under control. And so with physical activity, it's just starting where you're at and giving your body what it needs. So I'm not saying that you have to go run and do something really hard. I'm just saying, just kind of start, whether that just means a five minute walk around the block. And maybe you do that a couple times a day, or maybe you just do it one time a day for now, but then just building up over time because There are so many benefits to physical activity and I know you all know them the 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 reduction in disease risk, you're going to feel better, um, all of that. And if weight loss is your goal, at some point, you probably will have to incorporate some kind of physical activity to get you there. And you know, it might not have to be as hard as you think that it has to be, and you aren't probably always going to be motivated, but it's just starting somewhere and getting your body moving. And then I think the rest all, after you start to make it more of a habit, it starts to come into place more. And then maybe you'll do more physical activity, but maybe you won't, but that's okay. Just get your body moving and, you know, and start creating the habit because, you know, five minutes today is better than, you know, continuing to do nothing at all. And and it's even the smallest you know movement is going to have some kind of really great consequence so these are my three truths to long-term weight loss emotional eating matters the good versus bad food mentality sabotages your weight loss goals and physical activity is your friend so as a reminder i you know the doors are open right now for the whole health balance blueprint and they, I am offering hundred dollars off up until Friday. Um, the program starts Saturday, May eighth. And as a reminder, like what this program offers is that you'll have, you know, me and a registered dietitian in your pocket for twelve weeks that you are gonna have total access to. It's a private small group. I have two positions left or two spots left. Um, it's a well-rounded health plan. It's not a fad diet that um will give you you know short-term success it's meant to be a lifestyle change with long-term and longevity in you know in the changes so that it can be part of your life You're going to get weekly accountability check-ins with me as well as your small group. And then you have coaching by me. So if that's something that you're interested in, um, head on over to TriciaRD.com. And if maybe now isn't the time for you to do a program like that, that's okay. I have a ton of resources here and you can head on over to my Facebook group, Whole Health Empowerment project. Again, there's a webinar in there. There's some information in there. It's a newer group. So I'm just starting to get some resources in there. Um, and I do Facebook lives, um, usually about once a week. That's my new goal. So I hope you guys have a great day and you. I'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Take care.